Okay. Ready? We'll do. A, let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six. Okay. But do. But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four. That. Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Together, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Nope. Here we go. Okay. One and two and three and four and five and. Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. All right. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Bob Schneider. And I'm Clint Wells. (laughs) Which we just said in the intro a second ago. So I feel like here at the top of the new episode, episode 20, whatever it is, we need to tell the listeners, we need to explain last week's episode. Okay. Right? Can, can I explain it, or do you want to explain it? No, you go ahead. You can explain it. So last week's episode started out with me telling this long-ass weird thing about paint. Now, the thing that the listener didn't get was before that paint story, me and you started the episode, and you started telling me a story about this guy that you were working with who was a music a musician or whatever that you were, and you were going to tell me the story. And as you were telling the story, you kept referring to this guy as an, as, as an artist. So the artist that I was working with this artist, anyways, after I heard the artist a few times, it like, it's, I don't know. It did something to me. It popped a switch, the dick switch, I guess that's in my, like make turns me into like, an asshole or something and i just was like oh so you work with prince and then you're like that's not funny and then i kept interrupting you and saying oh i didn't know you worked for prince every time you'd start the story anyways you kept getting more and more annoyed which is you know which is uh you know that's that's a normal reaction to somebody being a dick and interrupting you and it got real uncomfortable. And finally, you were like, look, I'm not going to tell the story. I'm like, no, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tell you. Go ahead and tell the story. I'm sorry. And you're like, no, I'm done. I'm not telling the story. And it got real weird. It reminded me of when I was a kid, maybe. And my dad would get upset. And then I'd get spanked. And I'd, and I'd be real scared. Anyways, in that moment, I was super scared. And then you were like, how are you doing? What are you doing lately? And that's the way the episode started when people listen when they turned it on last week and then i said well i've been painting and then there was a pause and then i was like i guess i got to better just say something and so then i started doing this weird paint shit and like talking talking and talking in an accent because i was so uncomfortable at that moment but if you just turned on the podcast and all of a sudden i just launched into this paint thing you're like what the fuck is this it was real not funny and real long and uh, and it and then I listened to it. and I was like, uh, well, people are going to listen to this, and then never listen to this podcast again. Well, I I didn't. There wasn't a long pause on my end. It may have just been a problem with the latency on the phone. But when you said you'd been painting a lot, I said, tell us about that. And I actually wasn't. Once I decided, okay, the me trying to tell the story is not going to work. Bob likes to talk about himself. Let me just pivot to Bob, and that'll get the show going. I had really just left it. I had left it alone. And so when I said, well, what have you been up to? And you said, I've been painting a lot. I said, tell us about that. But you must not have heard me say, tell us about that. 
I was so you just heard a long pause. Well, I was so freaked out at that point that even like a half a second seemed like three minutes. Like I felt like I was in front of the class and the teacher was like, what's the answer to this question? And I had no idea what the answer was. And I was like, I better start doing some hucking and jiving. So I was like, like that fucking WB frog. I was like, let me pay some stories about the painting. Hey, look, look at me. Love me. It's more like I was in the front of the class giving a book report and you were interrupting me and like fucking spitting on me. And then the teacher said, well, why don't you come up and give your book report then? And then you didn't have anything prepared for your book report. That's that's the better analogy. Well, see, that's the thing. Like you were giving a book report and I was spitting on you. And then I was getting spanked by my dad. So we were there. That's definitely like, you know, we were having some wildly different perceptions and experiences of the same conversation. What in your mind, what what would have been the better way for that to play out? I just kind of wish that you would have kept the whole thing in the way it happened. Like my, my idea is that like whatever happens in a conversation, whether things get heated or uncomfortable or whatever, like let's hear the whole thing. And then I find that that is more interesting than editing stuff out that might be unseemly or untoward or whatever. Like, I, I find that more interesting. And it also explains what's happening later on in the conversation. Now, are there, you know, moments where there's a lot of ahs or we're talking over each other and you can't hear what's being said? You know, I think that, you know, when you edit that stuff out a little bit, it helps. But just in terms of the flow of the conversation, uh, I don't know, man. That That's the way I feel about it. But, but I... I I I know that you feel differently. I've sent you a screenshot of what the edit looks like of an episode where there was no uncomfortableness. I've I've sent you what the edits look like on what we both thought was a good episode. And it's remarkable. And I'm not doing it for fun. (laughs) I'm not doing it because I have a lot of extra time. I do it because I want the show to look and sound great. And I want to put my best foot forward. If I'm going to make something, I want it to be great. And that's even when there's not a bunch of bullshit to take out. And in my opinion, when I edited that episode, hearing me get upset for a few seconds didn't make any of it better. Another thing I find interesting is you're real hung up on all this. The whole segment that we're talking about is probably less than a minute out of a 30-minute episode. Yeah, I know. But, but, But that's what you're hung up on. So there's just a disproportionate emphasis on this stuff anyway. You know, well, my my whole thing is that we're going to lose listeners and they're never going to come back. My because here's the deal. If I listen to a podcast and like literally there's five minutes where it's it's not interesting, I'm never listening to that podcast again. Like one of my favorite podcasts is Theo Vaughn's this past weekend. And um. I like Theo Vaughn's special. I thought it was really funny. I've heard him guest on other podcasts. I thought he was incredibly funny when he was guesting on other podcasts. So I was like, oh, let me check out his podcast. So 
I subscribed to it and went to listen to it, listened to it for five minutes one day. And it was uninteresting. And I was like, I'm done. I'll never listen to that again. And I was done with the Theo Vaughn podcast. Now I listen to Chris D'Elia's Congratulations podcast. And on April Fool's, they switched podcasts. And Chris D'Elia went and did Theo Vaughn's and Theo Vaughn did Chris D'Elia's. And Theo Vaughn was so funny on Chris D'Elia's podcast that I was like, oh, I better give this motherfucker another shot. And I went back and started listening to it. And turns out he's amazingly funny, but he has long periods of time sometimes where he's uninteresting. But to get to get to that, I had to I had to hear him on Chris D'Elia's podcast. Otherwise, I was never giving that guy another chance. So for me, the reason I was upset was I was like, uh, so this is going to be somebody's first time listening to this podcast. I'm going to be going into that paint thing. And they're like, fuck Bob Schnitty. Fuck this podcast. And that's I it. Think you're, I, I, I think that you've got it all backwards. I don't, I can't be, I can't anticipate and be responsible for what any arbitrary listener might think is interesting about what I do. All I can do when I'm in front of the microphone is try to be interesting and be honest and interact with you honestly and take responsibility to edit an episode that has a flow that pleases me. If they hear five minutes of the show and think it's boring, for instance, this five minutes and never come back, that that's on them. And if they if they can't get on the ride, that's fine. If they hear me on my Metallica podcast later and they're like, oh, that guy is funny. I'm going to give I'm OK or not OK another shot. Oh, I do like that. I can't even begin to imagine or think about all those possible scenarios. All I can do is try to make my show good because I'm the one hosting the goddamn thing. Plus, we're like 30 episodes in to a journey that might be 300 episodes long. You can't sweat a one minute that didn't work in a big picture. It'd be like someone telling you one of your songs doesn't work. Do you really give a shit if someone tells you one of your songs doesn't work? Yeah, dude. Totally. Dude, I'm so scared to death all the time like uh, the reason i'm good at what i do is because i'm scared to death all the time if i wasn't scared to death all the time i wouldn't be good at what i do the reason i'm funny on stage is because i'm scared to death when i'm not scared of i'm a failing of being boring of not being interesting of somebody not liking what i do do when i'm off stage when people meet me off stage they're like, or like if I start dating somebody, they're like, I thought you, or I get to know somebody who's only seen me on stage. They're like, I thought you were this dude that was just always saying crazy shit that was like, uh, you know, like some rapscallion, but you're not at all. In fact, you're not, you're just normal. You're not really that funny in real life. And I'm like, I know, because in real life, I'm not scared to death. When I'm on stage, I'm scared to death of failure. And this podcast is the same way. So when it comes out and all of a sudden I feel like, oh, it's failing, I get scared to death. Because it's not about, oh, somebody might turn off the podcast and not listen to it. That's not the feeling. The feeling is that I'm going to die now. I'm a swaddled baby in a gutter and it's raining and we're about to be sucked into that fucking Pennywise fucking drain. And that, that clown is going to rip my dick off and eat my nose like the chimp attack. And then I'm not going to die. Like a pretty good. sounds like a pretty good porno. Hold Keep on. Going. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. Zip. 
Um, that's the feeling. Well, I, I feel like that's, you know, that's a lot of pressure for the podcast, dude. That if, uh, if yeah, that's uh, a lot of pressure for my life. That's why I like drugs and alcohol and sex and all the other shit. Because I don't like feeling what I'm feeling. That's hmm. why I love all that shit. That's why I drank all the time until I couldn't drink anymore. Now I can't drink, so now I have the feelings. Yeah. But I got other ways to get out of the feelings, which, believe me, I'm the master of getting out of the feelings house. Even if you're locked way down deep in the in the second basement, the sub-basement of the feelings house. Well, when I, when I have the feelings, I get crazy. Yeah. I don't want to feel them. But here's the thing. I, I love you. I love you and I love talking to you. And uh, I know that, uh, I know that like the reason that I do this podcast, I, I've told you this, the reason I love doing this podcast is I love talking to you. And when we were touring all the time, we got to talk all the time. And then when we've, we haven't been touring lately, I've been missing our conversations. And, and really the real reason for this podcast is so that there's an excuse that I have where we get to talk every week. Because it's a joy for me. I love hearing what you have to say. I think you're smart. I think you're. Uh, I'm, I think you're funny. You're one of the funniest people I, I know. Uh, you have interesting takes on things. Your view of the world is different than mine, and I appreciate your view of the world. And uh, and we're not going to see eye to eye on things. And I'm. I could be a real butthole sometimes. And I, I can be like a real smart, smart alecky little shit sometimes. And I get, I part of, like part of, the fun I have sometimes is annoying you. And I know that's not cool, but, and I and I, it's something I need to work on for sure. You've got all, uh, all of our listeners. All of our listeners have this one single silver tear sliding down their face now. That was lovely. Because they're all the silver surfer. The Silver Surfer is our main audience, and the Silver Surfer right. can be as many people as it wants to be. Right. So, so if you look, we've got. By the way, I I have to ask something. Of I have to thank people who have rated and reviewed our show because I look today, there's like sixty reviews of our show. Oh, nice, dude. Awesome. That's that's crazy. Somebody asked me to do this podcast today. And I went online to check it out, and there was like nine reviews, and I'm like, I'm not doing this motherfucking podcast with nine <laughs> reviews. And I was like, I wonder how I wonder how many we have, and I figured oh, it'd be like 17, 60, 60 people took the time to write a review of this podcast. Guess how many podcasts I've reviewed? Hmm. What's less than zero? Zero. Well. I mean, the last week's episode has only been out for a few days. Maybe, maybe once they hear that paint stuff at the top, the uh, the five stars might start to dip a little bit. No, because they're not, they're just going to be out and gone onto the next thing. You, and you think this part? You think this talking about all this is going to be good for the show too, right? You like this kind of talk, right? I don't know. I don't know what's good or bad. I what I think is good is just. Us being real. Like, what we talk about is not necessarily that important. What's important is just us being real. Whatever that is. Right. Right. I'm down with that. Anyway. Would you like to hear Would you like to hear a fan email directed at you? Uh, 
Sure. It's positive. I like that. This is from Tiffany Claypiss. Oh, fellas. Ti- wait, Hap- t- Tiffany Claypiss? Uh, it's K L E Y P A S. Clepis? Claypiss? Clepis. Clay- Clay- I don't know how to say her last name. It's. I, I hope it's not Claypiss because that's a rough name to get through if you're in school yeah. and you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe she'll write in and set the record straight. She says, Hola, fellas. Happy Cinco de Mayo and stuff. I recently saw on Instagram a guitar pick of Bob's that a chick caught, and it reminded me of my own Bob story, so I thought I'd share it with you. Firstly, I want to say I've loved Bob since my idiotic college days at UT, so we go way back. Now I'm a boring mom, but I get my fix by watching Saxon shows on Facebook every Monday night. Thanks for streaming. For those of you who don't know, you can stream the Saxon, the Monday Night Saxon shows on, is it on YouTube? It is on YouTube. No, it's on Facebook. So you go, you go on to Facebook, okay. and it's Facebook Live. And then, if you're part of my Patreon account, then you can get access to those shows uh, anytime you want. Otherwise, it, after a few days, the link uh, goes away, and then you can watch the new one every week. I don't know why you would want to rewatch them, to tell you the truth. And I think you started doing that after I was playing with you a lot. So there probably are none of me. Uh, that you that f- fans of mine of the podcast could go check out. Um, she says, as for the guitar pick is- incident of 2000, it was a regular hot Texas day at Nutty Brown. I was with a group standing right behind a crowd of girls jumping up and down. Bob flicked the guitar pick out to the crowd, and as fate would have it, it bypassed their flailing arms and smacked my sweaty-ass shin and stuck. I nonchalantly grabbed hold, it from hold, my... Hold, hold on. Hold, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before you go any further, let me get a little comfortable here. Zip. I love a good sweaty shin. <laughs> yeah, just as soon as she mentioned that shin and that pick slapping against it, I knew I had to get <laughs> more comfy. I'm just grateful I wasn't there to see that that plectrum smack onto that sweaty shin and have that sweat and the epidermis bond together in a bonding unit and it's sticking there like a piece of fucking art. Was that part of the email, or is that you getting into it? <laughs> uh, let's see. She says, I nonchalantly grabbed it from my person while everyone looked around on the ground trying to find it. It was both embarrassing and amazing at the same time. I had a good laugh. It's still a cherished item in my junk drawer. Love the pod and your dynamic. Pretty sure I can actually hear Clint's eyes rolling sometimes. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Tiffany. I don't know if it's me or if it's you, but when I picture that sweaty shin, I picture... A, a generous amount of uncut black hair coming out of that skin. I don't know why, but something about it, like I picture kind of a man's shin with that, kind, but a man who shaved a few times and then the hair started to grow out and then a sock mm-hmm. that you would see like in an Archie cartoon where it's where all the elastic has gone out of the sock and so it's just drooping around the, the tenny. Like something that's the most sexy shin I can imagine for some reason. I I definitely picture a a nice looking lady in college. She's twenty years old. I'm picturing a nice looking, athletic, youthful shin. Believe me, dude, I wish I could picture that. Cause that sounds like the way you just <laughs> the way you just described it sounds wonderful. I was like I, that didn't even occur to me. Like all I'm seeing is a knobby knee, a sweaty, thin, bony shin with 
a meaty calf, uh, sweaty, but with black hairs growing out of it. And then, of course, the sock with no elastic. And then. Uh, yeah, the I'm shoe. seeing perfectly smooth. Like, I'm seeing not even like she shaves or uses uh, nair. I'm seeing like no hair ever has grown there. Oh, wow. And like I'm a, seeing a tan. I'm seeing a tan leg. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And not even an artificial tan. Like she goes to the beach because you know what? She's a volleyball player, so she's in shape. She's got some good, some good meat. Uh, so she, uh, did, so she doesn't even have knees. There's no knees. There. No, she's kneeless. No, yeah, she's yeah. kneeless. Yeah. Hold on. No knees at all. Zip. Yeah, she had a she had a horrible car crash when she was a teenager. So yeah, the knees have been gone now for several years. I love chicks who don't have knees because they can't bend their legs, so their legs are always long and lovely. Also, no feet, unfortunately. Oh no, no feet. That's so like sort of like uh, who who does SpongeBob hang out with? That starfish. Mm. What's that guy's name? I don't even know. I don't even know. But you know, Squidward. I'm talking about the pinks. No, that that's the octopus. The pink starfish oh. that doesn't have any hands or feet. Also Tiffany though, no no upper body. She's just disembodied sh- uh, shins. Floating <laughs> around at Bob Sh- at the nutty brown. <laughs> All of a sudden they got real unsexy. <laughs> <laughs> you had me until it was just disembodied shins. Hold on. Yeah. I got to zip back up now. Zip. All right, is that the end of the email, or is there more to it? That's the end of the email. Oh. We have more emails. Do we want to go through some more emails? Well, hey, I just want to thank her for that. Thank you for that story. I'm going to be, th- be thinking. I'll be thinking about it quite a bit later on. Okay. She keep still going. keeps She still keeps the shin pick in her junk drawer, by the way. Oh, hello. That's, <laughs> that's what I call, that's sex talk for me and my wife. Hey, can I put my shin pick in your junk drawer? That's like, that's code for anal. <laughs> and my wife is like, hell nah. I'm like, okay. She only, she only talks like that. <laughs> okay. You sure? Okay. Just kidding. I was just kidding. Just kidding, baby. Like, hey, can we do this thing later? They're like, Jesus, no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, uh, listen. So there's another, is there another email yeah we have like five or six more i mean we oh, can wow. probably spread them through a few episodes but brian ward who i recognize from my metal epic podcast fan base says the subject is forest talica says clint i'm surprised you didn't go with our beloved load deep cut and then he, he put the lyrics to this song called mama said we were doing the forest gump boys singing inner sandman uh and then he made a few age jokes here which i'm sure he would like he says loving the pod keep it up guys no oh, so, thanks Thank you, dude. As soon as you started talking about Metallica, my brain flew away like a bunch of vultures that were eating a dead carcass on the road, and then a truck pulled up, like was pulling up to it at like 100 miles an hour. (laughs) My brain just went, and then I was like, what's being, what's going on? Like, I was trying to figure out what you were saying after that, because I lost track of it. Till the end. Were you afraid you might die when I started talking about Metallica? No, no. I just I was unable I was unable to concentrate on the words for some reason. It was like one of those old fashioned TV sets where it just becomes like white noise for a minute. I'm like, what's wrong with the perception on this TV? You might be describing the symptoms of a brain tumor. By the way, you may want to have that checked out, dude. I'm telling you, man. 
the neurology situation over here is sketchology. All right. Was there a question or he was just commenting? He's just making a funny joke. He's riffing on the uh, Forrest Gump sings Metallica. And uh, and then he was letting us. Oh, Forrest Metallica. Got it. Got it. I, yeah. I heard Forrest Metallica. That's where I kind of came back. See, in. here's the deal. The, la- the last episode, you're so fucked up about that paint thing that you don't remember that we did this whole segment that was super funny where we were singing Metallica songs in the accent of Forrest Gump. No, no. See, he wrote us an email about that. He's not writing us. No one has written in about the paint combo. Oh, was was the Forrest Gump thing uh, after the paint combo? The paint combo was like 30 seconds at the top of the episode. Uh, It was nothing. I will say this. So so let me, let me, I, I forgot to mention this. So I listened to the paint thing. I was so like scared after listening to that that people would never listen to the show again. It freaked me out. I stopped listening. And then I was like, man, let me go back and listen to the rest of this thing. And then I listened to the rest of it. And I was like, oh, it's fine after that. It's yeah, great. Mo- it's a 30-minute episode. We're talking about one minute. I know. I know. I need to. I I'm, need just, to- I'm just I'm trying to help you. I'm just trying to give you some perspective. All right. So at least one person got through it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I can see all of our stats, and that episode actually performed. Let's see here. That episode performed better than the last three episodes. Well, there you go. So, what do you think about that? You feeling better? You, you wanting to die less? Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good. Now, the, the sad thing is that now that I've talked you off that ledge, it sounds like you have a brain tumor. So, <laughs> I mean, two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> two steps forward, game over, I think is really the. the proper phrase two steps forward one step brain tumor two steps forward one step into the grave (laughs) uh we finished this big little lie show have you seen this big little lie show uh i haven't watched it i i just saw the preview for the second season where meryl streep's like i don't think i'd get the truth what i and i was like oh i gotta watch she's like i need to know what i need to know what happened that night um, it's a very intense show. You will feel intense on the journey, but it's quite good. Everyone's real great in it. I think you would like it. Uh, yeah, I, I've thought about watching. I just haven't gotten around to it. I think HBO's doing a real good job. This new show with uh, Danny McBride and John Goodman about televangelists. I haven't seen so it. so funny. Is it out yet? Oh, dude. No, it's not out. They're just showing the trailers for it. Also, Game of Fucking Thrones, one more episode, and then it's all over. Did you watch the last one on Sunday? Yeah, I did. I sure did. Dude, what the fuck? You know, I, should we do spoil- we spoiler that. alert? Can we do spoiler? Let's talk about it and say there yeah, maybe there I, may be some spoilers if you haven't seen the last yeah. episode because we only well, got five go. minutes yeah. left of the podcast, anyways. Well, let's try to cram this in because I love that I can already tell by your brief reaction now that you and I felt the same way. Total horror, total surprise. And uh, mortified that she decided to just basically kill everyone. Everyone I've talked to was like, well, of course she was. They've been telegraphing that. I'm like, man, when I watch Game of Thrones, I'm not sitting there trying to figure it all out all the time. I'm just watching the story unfold. And I kept thinking with the bells that Jamie was going to betray Tyrion and try to ring the bell so they would back off and they were going to try to kill him. I was not prepared for Khaleesi. I'm like, I could tell she was going a little insane, getting a little unhinged. But when she decided to murder all the women and children, I was surprised and horrified. 
Well, I, I'm it doesn't, guessing you were as well. Absolutely. It doesn't make sense. She would have done something similar to that earlier. Now, granted, she killed Vanus or whatever that guy's name. What is his name? Varus or whatever his name is? Varus. Yeah, she killed. Well, he she killed him. Her. He betrayed her. So that's fine. Uh, I get yeah. it. But she's never done anything like that. And she and it was unnecessary. And I get it. If she's pissed, go burn down the fucking castle with the queen in it. But don't just right. murder everybody in that city for no reason. The only reason yeah. they did that is because like, oh, well, we got to wrap it up and we got one more show. So let's make her the villain so there can be this big showdown. It seemed real like TV to me. I didn't like it. Well, they've got to. I agree. And they, they've, I guess they. And the other thing, too, is like, why is this season only like six episodes? Make it 12 so you can flesh it out more. Because her escalation to insanity just happened too fast. It was too jarring and confusing and they're they're basically having to get it to a point where john's gonna have to kill her right john's gonna kill daenerys sure and the only reason you could get there in one episode is just have her kill ten thousand people in ten thousand innocent people right and it, it was disturbing and gross and i guess that was the point but and it's gonna she have... did do the thing where she she did do the thing where she crucified all those people on that mountain that was pretty creepy that was like three seasons ago remember that yeah, but again, she crucified like all those city leaders, right? But they again, they like portrayed her, and they were they were all like assholes who like she said, "Hey, look, this is the way it's going to be," and they're like, "No, it's not. We're going to do things our way." And she's like, "Oh yeah, well then I'm going to crucify you." Those innocent people in the city, they didn't. They were women and children. That's bullshit. That's some TV shit right there. Yeah, it got it got. I didn't dig it. I, I had a really bad feeling after that. And yeah, it's gonna get. To, it's gonna be one of those things where Arya Arya is gonna try to kill her because she's like, "Hey, you didn't need to do that." And then the queen's gonna be like, "I'm gonna kill you." And then John's gonna be like, "I'm gonna kill this chick." And I, th- it will be like full circle because didn't Ned Stark behead somebody in the very first episode, and then uh, Jon Snow had to watch that in the very first episode. Hmm. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember Ned Stark getting beheaded in the first season. No, but it, in the first season, like, Ned Stark had to behead somebody who he didn't really want to behead, but he had to because he was yeah. the king or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. He took him out, like, on the into the into on a hill or something, and they all watched. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to, like, that's the deal. Like, they just want to come full circle. Hey, let me do, let me recommend something that I just read that's amazing called City of Thieves. Uh, David Benioff, who's one of the showrunners, the, the D.B. Weiss and him uh, created the mm-hmm. show from the books. He's an author. He wrote a couple books, but one's called City of Thieves. It's incredible. Uh, I just read it. Okay. It's a quick read, and you can read it in a couple days. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. And that's about all the time we have for I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay. Please send us an email, bobandclint at gmail.com. Also, just take a second, clicky-clack your way over to the iTunes, leave us a positive review. It goes a long way. If you like the show, you listen to it every week, you think it has value, the easiest way to support the show is to go leave the review. Bob's got another podcast called The Song Game, or Song Club, sorry. It's called The Song Game in the emails. But your podcast is called The Song Club, right? It's called Song Club. Because you can be in the club if you join the Patreon, you get all the songs that he plays on the podcast. I've got a Metallica podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast. And I guess that's about it. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace. (laughs) 